Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. Today we're going to break away from our usual entrepreneurial chit-chat and speak to a managing director of a large public listed company instead. So our first guest for this series is Edward Loy, the MD of Kone Malaysia. Founded in 1910, Kone is a public listed company headquartered in Helsinki, Finland. The company builds and services moving walkways, automatic doors and gates, escalators as well as elevators. It provides services for builders, developers, building owners, designers and architects in over 1,000 offices in 50 countries. So today we're going to talk to Edward about all things engineering and how he manages his day-to-day affairs as an MD for Kone. Hello, Edward. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, June. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, all right, let's dive right into the question. So, in a nutshell, can you explain to the listeners what does Kone uh, do as a company? Right. Thank you very much, June. Kone as a company, we would like our objective is to be the leader in sustainability, not only in our industry, but also beyond. We want to help our customers make cities better places to live in and be their most trusted partners for them throughout the the building life uh, cycle. And in in addition to the environmental environmental aspects of our offering and operations, our focus on sustainability includes safety, quality, diversity and inclusion, as well as ethics and um, compliance. Um, Our vision is to create the best people flow experience. We have improved the flow of urban life, as you said earlier, June, for 110 years. And we want to share our expertise to help our customers in making cities smart, sustainable, and better places to live in. Okay, that's great. So uh, coming back to the pandemic and how it has transformed our world. So has has it uh, impacted Kone's business in any way? Yeah. Yeah, surely. Yeah, very good question. I, I suppose this is uh, very relevant to and uh, pertinent to all of us uh, since the pandemic started uh, in 2020, March last year. Our daily work processes in Kone and management methods have certainly adjusted. We have adjusted it very quickly to realign our thinking and we took prompt actions to protect our employees, especially from a safety and health perspective. We contacted customers, started preparing, uh, to resume work uh, as and when possible and making sure that all our employees and also our partners, subcontractors are safe to go back to work. So we have been extremely agile in every move that we made since the pandemic started. And what, most importantly, during this period, Kone truly demonstrated a service mindset. We listened to our customers' needs and placed ourselves in their shoes. Uh, we provided Kone 24-7 connected services. This is a, one of the most innovative solutions that we had. Uh, we provided this solution to our customers. Uh, we call it 24-7 connected services, operating in critical facilities, especially those who are in the healthcare um, services, to make sure that the elevators, escalators in places like uh, hospitals operated smooth and even offered our customers uh, an epidemic prevention uh, materials. Uh, especially when 
we talk about um, those uh, lifts and buttons and uh, the handrails in terms of touching handrails, we make sure that uh, the solutions provided are safe and, and um, obviously um, healthy to use. Uh, we also introduce a range of people flow solutions during this time to help building safer, healthier, healthier places uh, to live, work and commute. So the solutions we built on uh, Kone's deep expertise and knowledge of people flow, which is very vital during this time, addressing the challenges, the challenges uh, adapting to a new way of life uh, in the face of the current pandemic. Okay, so coming to that people flow, right? What is, um, what is it actually and how does it help make uh, buildings healthier and a safer place to live? Can you elaborate to us in a like layman term? Yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you, Jun. You know, in Kone, our mission is to improve the flow of urban life, as I mentioned earlier. We move over 1 billion people every day. We serve approximately 550,000 customers across the globe. And we have over 1.4 million elevators and escalators in our base, our maintenance base. So growing um, urbanization is certainly creating new demands uh, for buildings and infrastructures in the cities, providing opportunities uh, in our business throughout the life cycles of building from new equipment, maintenance, and to modernization, serving different customers' needs. So uh, let me touch on uh, one of the solutions and, and one of the innovations we are trying to do is about digitalization. So digitalization continues to accelerate even faster during the pandemic, as we all know. Um, and we see more and more of our customers adopted digitalization in their business and in their operations. So as a market leader in innovation, we continue to create values for customers through the solutions. And I mentioned earlier about 24-7, so Kone 24-7 Connected Services has proven to be our great success in re reducing call-out rate for our customers' equipment. So the Kone, basically, the Kone 24-7 is not about uh, preventive maintenance, it's about predictive maintenance. And we're using IoT, we're using the cloud to predict the, um, uh, what will go wrong in the uh, escalators or elevators. So we will send our technicians to the sites before it even happened. And the customers didn't even notice it. And they will not even notice that we have already uh, predicted and prevented any, any faults in the elevators, escalators. So it's a fantastic um, solution. Okay, so also sustainability is your core focus uh, for your uh, company. So what are some of the specific uh, sustainability achievements you've had for Kone so far? As I um, mentioned earlier also that we want to contribute to better urban living by helping people move around in and between the buildings. Um, and a great deal of that is about sustainable practices. Our objective is to be the leader in this, in, not just in our industry, but also uh, beyond. Um, over the course of the last year in 2020 and also 2021, there are four areas that we're focusing on in terms, of, in terms of sustainability. One is provide the most sustainable offering. I'll come back to each point later. Second is about working towards a more sustainable future, which is about the buildings. Third is about our people, empowering our people, attracting the best talent. And the last point is enabling our partners and societies to prosper. So allow me to come back to the first one, which is providing the most sustainable offering. So with taller buildings and rising expectations of comfort, the total number of elevators and escalators is growing. So consequently, the eco-efficient elevators and escalators and automatic doors, as well as 
the modernization solutions are key in improving climate resilience. At Kone, we want to be the most trusted partner for our customers throughout their building life cycle and help them to achieve their sustainability objectives. Every day, not just deliver the best experience for our customers and end users, but the safety of the billion people who use our equipment is also our top priority and in terms of energy efficiency. We provide that to our customers uh, in terms of uh, their building efficiency, green building certification. Those are the objectives that we have with our customers. Second point is about working towards a more sustainable future. So buildings account for a large part of the world's energy consumption and greenhouse gas emissions. For us, sustainability is a source of innovation as well as a competitive advantage. So we create unique value through collaboration with our customers and partners by using insights based on data. We constantly strive to improve um, our operations uh, to be more sustainable, reducing our environmental impact. I talk about green gas emissions, but also their energy uh, efficiency, um, which we constantly review the data with our customers to make sure that where, where we can help them uh, to make it more livable, their buildings more livable, as well as more uh, increasing their asset value. Third is about the uh, empowering people, attracting the best talent. We have over 60,000 employees over the world uh, in 60 countries. Malaysia, we have um, 650, and the vast majority of people work in the field, beating uh, oh. our customers uh, and, and, and also making sure that the equipment users are safe to use their equipment daily. So we want to make sure that um, our people are inclusive, uh, our culture is inclusive, promotes and values diversity. And uh, for us is to make sure that our people work in a safe and healthy working environment and they get to go home safely. This collaborative approach and the culture um, will really make sure that our people are motivated to develop their competencies, upgrade their skills to deliver the best results for our customers. And the last point about achievement in sustainability is about, is about our customer and our society to prosper. We contribute to the economic environment in over 60 countries. We work with approximately 30,000 suppliers who provide us with example, raw materials, components, modules, logistics, installation, and other services. So it's also very important that we, together with them, collaborate to make a positive impact through, throughout this whole value chain. So our customers, uh, so, so to say that our suppliers and partners must commit to the same high standard as Kone in terms of environment, in terms of ethics, in terms of human rights practices. Awesome. Okay. So I want to go back to the way your company is working now with the pandemic because in Malaysia, the cases are quite high. And Kony is uh, a company where you go to a site and install things, right? Elevators and all that. So what have you done differently uh, to protect your workers, particularly the subcontractors? And if they do get, um, you know, uh, they get like COVID or something. What kind of uh, kind of support does uh, Kone give for um, your workers? Yeah, um, definitely. I think it's, uh, over the last year in, in Kone, Malaysia, um, unfortunately in, in Malaysia, we have many cases, um, increasing cases. So uh, our industry is also has been impacted uh, quite badly. But one of the things that we make sure of is um, our workers are continue to be taken care of especially in the building sites, we care deeply about our uh, workers when they go out to maintain the building, especially those condominiums 
uh, the apartment blocks. Our people continue to go out to maintain during this pandemic. And we make sure that they have ample PPE in terms of masks, in terms of gloves, in terms of um, sanitizers. They are enough for them to change it daily and use it daily uh, for uh, their safety. And at, at, at the same time, we make sure that this care messages or the messages about care uh, of our employees go to their families. We will send during the festive season last year, we will make sure that their families are aware that we appreciate their sons, their daughters, their fathers, um, their wives uh, for, for doing all the work that for Kone and in serving the customers. So we send them um, uh, nice, uh, it's a gesture of sending them nice gifts uh, and, and maybe some cookies uh, from time to time to remind them that, hey, we really appreciate what um, their family members are doing for the society, for Kone at the same time. Um, so this is one of the things that we make sure of. Um, and also um, we get our people tested uh, every two weeks um, in, in, for those that who need to go out to serve the customers so that they know um, they have the peace of mind going out to work. Mm, Their families yes, are not worried about it. All right. So you pay for this testing, right? Yes. The company pays, yeah. We pay for okay. the testing. So for people like you who do office-bound job, you who are, they, you, uh, Kone has given them the ability to work from home and or is it like a hybrid kind of a arrangement? Um, yes, we allow our, our people to work from home. So, so far we have also adapted a, a very agile uh, working um, method in, in the, for, for office staff. So we don't require them to go back to the office uh, unless they need to go back to the office to uh, collect some documents uh, or to, or to, uh, to work with uh, some banking documents, especially, then they will allow them to go back. But what we do is making sure that when they go back, we know who are going back, when they're going back, they don't stay in the office for a long time. And, and um, uh, so if, if I can say safely, out of our 650 people, um, there's only about less than 5% of people who need to go back to the office. Um, most of this 5% are the, uh, the spare parts um, warehouse stockkeeper where they have to issue spare parts to the technicians for them to be able to change their parts in certain building sites. Okay, great. All right, so back to the business again. So Kone is a very uh, office, office-centric business where you, you have elevators, you know, for large buildings, and now you've got the pandemic and a lot of people are at home. So, um, you know, is it going to put a dent in the business moving forward? Or are you looking at new uh, business? Like, you know, probably um, there are some homes that have elevators, you know. I don't know if Kone is going to pivot into that kind of business. Uh, you mean the home elevators? Uh, yeah, home, elev home elevators. Like, so, I, I mean... It is a pandemic and we have no idea when it's going to end, right? So um, is Kony getting nervous yet or are they looking at new business businesses or is everything just fine and dandy? You know, you don't you don't think that, you know, it's going to be any um, it's not going to put a big um, dent in your business. Yeah, well, I would say we as a Kony, uh, as, as a global uh, Fortune 500 uh, company and, and we are the most innovative companies. Uh, has always been in the top 100 most innovative companies across industries in the world. Um, we are always look for new ways to improve the people flow and the people, the users' experience uh, of 
our customers as well as their end users. So to answer your question is that um, we have been adopting our business model as well. As you know, this year we launched a new strategy is known as sustainable success with customers. So when we look at um, in, for Malaysia, we'll be looking into new segments um, with our new solutions like connectivity. One of the things that we are launching in Malaysia this year is called the DX elevators. And the DX elevators is uh, about con uh, connectivity with different eco platform uh, partners. So for example, we have, um, we, we, we work with eco partners who are able to who would like to connect to our elevators, um, any like a, a, a small robot will be deliver a um, uh, room service uh, meals to, to the customers. So this, instead of human delivering, that the, uh, a, a robotic uh, uh, machine will be able to deliver that. And they need to use our elevate, elevators to go to the kitchen, to come oh. to the hallway, to deliver. So the connectivity is very important. And that's what we have been doing as well in terms of um, getting our elevators, which is known as a DX class elevators, um, to have that kind of uh, uh, capability in terms of connecting to different okay. APIs. Awesome. So what about uh, right now, right, um, in the elevators, right, because you're supposed to stand 1.5 meters away from anyone who's in the elevator with you, which is quite impossible to do because, you know, it's, sometimes it's quite small. So do you have any solutions that you've come up with? to solve that? In terms of the uh, space within the elevators, at the moment, um, we have different kind of, um, uh, let's say, bu uh, call button solutions. Uh, we have a remote, you can use your handphones to call for the lifts. Uh, you can use, uh, for example, um, touchless buttons, uh, which are able oh. to uh, call for the lifts. So these are very safe features for anyone uh, who is concerned about, obviously, the, the pandemic. And but. Yeah. Our our um, elevators and escalators they have self clean as well in terms of um, the, the the buttons and and also the handrails so that can the user can use them very safely so it depends on the needs of the uh, the buildings we will definitely try to customize the solutions appropriate for for them but in terms of the space that you mentioned um, we actually allow adequate space uh, that means that the tra human traffic will be less. Uh, in the elevator allowed to be used uh, for each, each let's say, um, uh, each um, uh, direction. One of the things that we, we try to do is to help the, the building managers to program the lifts uh, so that they are allowed to take, uh, to minimize the waiting time for, for, for the people, the, the users. So it mm -hmm. means that initially a lift can accommodate let's say 10 people now can only accommodate five so what we will do is try to program uh, the lift to stop at the floors which are high number of traffic so that the, oh. the people who are waiting for the lift don't feel that they are waiting too long oh interesting so there's a bit of ai there like artificial intelligence uh, oh, obviously okay. this is about getting the data understanding the build, the traffic flow, understanding the flow of the uh, people, which floor they'll be using, and how many people uh, actually are, uh, are living in each floor. So all this data will be studied together with the building managers and management facilities. Okay, awesome. So what are some of the new large-scale projects that Kony is working at the moment in Malaysia? Whatever that you can uh, uh, impart with us. Sure. I think... Uh, uh, 
I'll be happy to share that we are working on the tallest building in Malaysia. That's a KL uh, PMB 118. Uh, you can wow. see that it is uh, 118 floors is really up there. It's the tallest building and will be the tallest building in Southeast Asia um, and will be ready in 2022 next year. I don't uh, second half of next year. So you put in the pandemic measures with this new building or is it like um Yes, we okay. have the Kone 24-7 in there. Uh, we, we are also looking at the escalators, the handrails, how to make sure that it's safe. Um, we are also working with the building management to install certain, uh, what I mentioned earlier, the innovative solutions like uh, call buttons and, and uh, remote uh, calling solution. What about any other projects in the pipeline or is this the only one? Uh, yeah, we have this and then um, we have got the um, HSBC building that was, uh, that was already coming up, I think in the TRX area. And mm -hmm. we, we do have um, buildings like uh, Sky Residence, I'm not sure. Um, it's also a big residential uh, and commercial um, area. What about hospitals? Yeah. Hospitals. Yeah, hospitals will work. We have uh, KPJ. Um, uh -huh. Um, we, we, we also have uh, various hospitals that working uh, Pantai in Malacca mm -hmm. uh, and also Pantai, various Pantai hospitals in, in the Salango area and HUKM as well. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's move on to about you, Edward, as the managing director, some personal questions about you, basically. So... What is it like to be an MD of a public international company such as Kone? And how do you start your day and end your day? Like, you know, on a normal basis, like what time do you get up? <laughs> and then what time do you go to bed? That kind of thing. And uh, yeah, so, and in between, how do you manage the company? Okay, good. Thanks, June. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, firstly about the being an MD of a public listed company. Kone is a listed company in Helsinki Stock Exchange. Um, and being a country MD for Kone, means that one has to ensure, uh, being the MD has to ensure that organization has a set of processes and procedures to always ensure full compliance to the following three areas. First is the rules and regulations of the Helsinki Stock Exchange. Second is the local laws uh, of regula and regulations of the country which Kone has presence in, which is uh, Malaysia in my case. And uh, lastly, and um, but not least, is the code of conduct prescribed by Kone. And that's something that I will have to make sure uh, we have a set of process, uh, procedures, check and balance to ensure that uh, these three key areas are adhered to at all time. Uh, interesting one, the question about my normal day. Uh, let's say <laughs> I wake up quite early. I'm an early bird. I wake up about six o'clock in the morning. Uh, that's the usual time. And I would go for a run. I go to stretching. Um, and, and um, I need to do all that to get my energy going in the morning. And um, then I will have a, um, a quick sort of energy boosting breakfast before I start the day. Um, normal pre-pandemic day, I usually start the day with um, going to the office, have a morning walkabout around the mm -hmm. office uh, mm -hmm. to catch up with our team members, to say mm -hmm. hello to them, to maybe touch on certain topics that we, ha we, we, we needed to catch up on. Then the rest of the morning will be filled with uh, specific meetings with either mm -hmm. internal or regional teams. Mm -hmm. um, and I usually like to arrange 
lunch with the customers. Hopefully, they'll mm. be opening soon and I'll be able to meet my customers <laughs> again. Um, because I think that lunch, it, it provides, um, number one, allows me to have um, sort of allocated time with the customers. Um, and then at the same time, move on in the afternoon to the project sites, the building sites, uh, to visit my operational teams to see how they're doing. And, and then I like to wind down towards the end of the day with a one hour virtual catch up meeting with my management team. Mm -hmm. uh, this virtual catch up is a very sort of a um, relaxing kind of a mode. What we'll do is like, because usually it's between five to six uh, for any matters that they require urgent attention or, or decision making, then um, that's what I, I normally have. And then we usually end uh, uh, with a cup of coffee or tea or, or a glass of wine. Uh, just to just to wind down oh okay and now you are from working from home so it's yeah. different right yeah it's a bit different so working from home is um, a lot of virtual but at the mm -hmm. same time uh, in Kone Malaysia we arrange a lot of uh, activities like every Friday we have a yoga session um, and then um, we used to have a game sessions in the evening uh, also so yoga there'll be games virtual games and there'll be virtual stretching exercises. So during this lockdown period, we have all kinds of activities just to continue and to engage with our, our employees. And, so, and also at the same time, we have virtual um, meetings to, to meet with our subcontractors as well, just to uh, ask them whether any support they need, how things going on the ground, and especially some of them are not allowed to go back to the sites. And if they are allowed to go back to the sites, what kind of safety measures they should be taking. So there will be regular engagement sessions uh, with our employees, uh, with our subcontractors to make sure that we continue to be engaged and we continue to touch base even though we are not allowed to meet face to face. So um, this question is for people who are aspiring to become a managing director someday in their life. So how do how does one become an MD for large companies like Kone Malaysia? Like, are they normally headhunted for these roles or do they like, you know, ease into the job? Because as you know, and like a like a rank and file employee where they start from a manager and then you know they get promoted and then they become an MD. So how does that work? <laughs> yes, uh, for me, I joined Kone Malaysia. I was headhunted for Kone uh, to to be based in Malaysia. I was based in Indonesia before uh, with another French conglomerate, uh, Sankovan. So I'm one of the rare uh, cases of you know recruiting being recruited externally. Um, so my experience is for the three multinational companies, which I have worked with and now working in, uh, first one was Unilever, as you know, is an Anglo-Dutch company, and Sangovan is a French company. It's um, also, uh, both of them are, are very, very large uh, multinationals, and now with Koning. The majority of the country MD positions in my, these three multinational companies, most of the positions are filled by the internal talent, and that's usually the case in, in majority of the multinational because the, the, these multinational companies have very good say, program, training program and development program to build that sustainable pipeline of talent. So they come from um, uh, the ground, like started as, as the rank and file uh, management trainees and they build them up. And, and it's a more like a pyramid structure. Obviously, some of them will leave um, to other industries or other companies. But majority of them are filled with internal talent. Having said that, though, we do occasionally recruit externally for MD positions, like me. I'm one of the cases that Kone decided to go out to recruit uh, for, for, for this position in Malaysia. 
Uh, that, that's because we believe in bringing um, an external candidate who can, uh, from the non-elevator industry, I came from a non-elevator industry, uh, it will benefit Kone greatly from the different perspectives of doing things. Uh, I, I, I was with Unilever quite a number of years. I brought in the FMCG um, perspective. So the sales, the marketing side um, of, of the, uh, the, the sort of a sexy marketing, sexy sales of, of Unilever or, or the FMCG industry is doing. And most importantly, by bringing in someone from ex external, it also enhances the diversity um, and, and, and also inclusion, um, which is very much aligned to Kone's new strategy I mentioned earlier, sustainable success with customers. Um, a, diversity and inclusion are one of the key pillars that we're trying to focus on going, uh, going forward in Kone under this new strategy of sustainable success with customers. So I hope I provided some insights in terms of um, how to become an MD uh, for large companies. Uh, there are internal pipeline, but there's also external, but majority oh. internal. Awesome. Okay. All right. And that is all the time that we have for today. We have just been speaking to Edward Loy, the Managing Director of Kone Malaysia. Thank you, Edward, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jun. The pleasure is all ours. To our listeners, be sure to join us next week as we feature another awesome guest in our 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com podcasting series. Thank you.